0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Partners in Crime with me here tonight. We'll talk a little bit about race. We're still waiting on Taz to get in the studio, but I believe we have Craig Moore here. Craig, how are
2: you? Mi amigo! Mi amigo!
0: <laughs>
2: I'm glad to see my favorite Mexican win a race.
1: Yeah, that's racist. I mean, you knew it was. You knew, and and that's not. I'm not being. I'm not being nasty. Don't take that <laughs> wrong, Rachel Life fans. I have said for a long time on this show and in private that Suarez is a hell of a racer. Yes, and I'm a firm believer in that. Now that Justin Marks has um a quality. Driver lineup, and he's got the backing of Mr. Worldwide Pitbull. That they would be a powerhouse at Trackhouse, and every time I picked, when I, I remember Chris, when I picked Chastain to win the first time, the room, the studio fell silent. I don't know what it was. I wish I would have picked Suarez for this weekend. I had him for last weekend, oh, and last weekend he, you know, was it was not the weekend I should have picked him. Apparently, but you know, he's he's a hell of a he's a hell of a driver, and now that he's got a quality team behind him and a quality uh, uh, sponsors and whatnot him and the rest of trackhouse racing should be a formidable foe for the big dogs like Hendrick um I won't even say Penske um, possibly Stewart-Haas Haas um you know because where are the where are the powerhouse teams this year Very isn't anybody tr- We've really not seen anyone dominate this year. Um, This year has been a learning year for everybody with this new car. Hmm. And, you know, we've got drivers that each have two wins, but we've got a lot of single-car winners. And I still say we're going to see some upset people come the last race before the chase begins that they're not going to be up there and i and you know brad Keselowski <clears throat> is going to be one of them yeah i mean that that's that penalty uh is detrimental to brad Keslowski's season um and you know there's no hope abroad it almost feels like but i mean we say that and chris busher his teammate a car that he owns uh, Finished second here at Sonoma, so I don't know if the ground is shaking or if this was a fluke, but it wasn't. It wasn't the type of fluke that you would say you could blame it on tire strategy or anything like that. Busher put himself in the situation to to finish second, but to Keselowski, I mean, you know, you cannot count him out. We still got a we still got a restrictor plate race or Super Speedway. Uh, race to go to. I believe we're going to Atlanta again. So um, you know, those are two places. And, and you're you're crowning like like I want to bring out my inner Dennis Green in this. They are who we thought they were. Like trackhouse, right. you 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 want to make them a powerhouse, right? That's in your brain, like that this team. But I'm here to tell you, Ross Chastain has two wins. One at a road course and one at Talladega, a wild card. Daniel Suarez, as much as I love me, amigo, as much as I love the fact that that uh, Daniel Suarez, the kid who got let go, the kid who was pushed aside, the kid who was rushed through, and then when he didn't quite make what you expected, you pushed him out the door. I love me, amigo, but I cannot crown Trackhouse a powerhouse yet, Craig Moore. We've just not seen, and we've seen him run well at mile and a half speedways. And sure, they're knocking on the door. There has been a dominant team this this, uh, this spring, and it's been Hendrick because all four of its drivers uh, have gotten a win. So um, we we're at the we're at the point now where we don't have three or four powerhouse teams, which has been you know at times Penske. Uh, JGR and Hendrick, and then sometimes Stuart Haas. Which is, you know, for the last couple of years, Craig Moore, it's not been too good over at Stuart Haas Racing. Um, we we see it every now and then, but man, I'm not. I'm, we're not picking their drivers every week, are we? No. Uh, no, we're not week. because we've lost. And well, I shouldn't say we collectively. I have lost. Not touch, but I've lost the confidence in Stewart Haas being able to do what we know they can do. Now, just so you know, Chris, Kaz said he's getting ready to jump on. Um, I wonder how much of that is because Tony's not there as much as he used to be. Um, you know, he's got a lot of other interests. Obviously, he owns Top Fuel Funny Car Team's. Um, he has Eldora, he's now married, Um, and I don't care what you say, when you're, you know, he's newly married, so he doesn't really want to, even though his wife Leah, I believe that's her name, has a career of her own, he's, he's building that, I mean, she knew what she was getting into when she married him, but... You know he's, he's got a lot of outside interest. Now I will tell you that he has qualified people over there. Uh, you know I believe Greg Zippendelli's still there. Zippy's still there. Uh, yeah. But Stewart and Jean Haas, has Haas to figure out. And Gene, Gene Haas, Haas he, he's he's a, he's a major player. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> they need to they need to figure out and figure out quick what the hell's going on at Stuart Haas Racing and how they're going to fix it. Well, we we could spend a whole episode on trying to find that answer for story Haas. I think the future is in Chase Briscoe. I, I, I feel like Chase is really um, when you see a guy who's put himself in a situation a couple of times this year where you know he's dive bombed the winner to try to win a race and has failed. Look, he's going to figure out how to close, and he's going to become a winner. And I think we all can pretty much see the the proof in the pudding or the telltale sign that Stuart Haas is probably not entertaining Ford as much as he was entertaining them in the past, which in return, that's manufacturing support, Craig Moore. That's, that's, you know, that's, uh, bread and butter for these cup teams. And, uh, I think the rumors, you know, if I'm at, am I am if I'm Ethel Ford and I'm hearing rumors that Tony Stewart is going to take his team to Dodge, you know, I'm going to limit what, information he's going to get, and I think that that was such a solid deal on Keselowski getting in an RFK uh, because, because you know, Proush is a dedicated Ford man, and so, you know, this is the shake-up year for Stuart Haas. Stuart Haas is daddy daycare just as much as JGR is, right? We've got the old-time Eric Amarillo. We've got Mr. Old-time closer, can't really even get off the bench anymore, Kevin Harvard. Uh, you know, got to blame his pit crew and everything else. Um, uh, and then you've got Chase Briscoe, and you've got Cole Custer. Let me and, is-
2: you know, go ahead, Tess. Go ahead. So I'm, I've am i been making this prediction in this storyline for a while, and I'm waiting for it to come into full fruition Because I think I'm seeing glimpses of it But I want to see The full fruition Remember when Hendricks struggled Right? You had Dale Jr. Jimmy Johnson Chase Elliott who was getting his first Year or two in there Um, Trying to think who else Was thrown in there. Oh yeah Casey Kane Before he retired So you had Two or three old timers basically Ready to hang up at any time Junior leaves Byron comes in. Or is it Casey Kane comes in and Byron comes in? Yeah, I think it was that way. Junior leaves. Bowman comes in. So now you have young talent trying to slowly get in, used to the cup scene, right? And they're still struggling, but you can see glimpses of something happening. Johnson leaves, pulls in Larson. Hendricks starts pulling, starts swinging off the gate. You have the young guys that are hungry and willing to do the, to do anything to get the job done and put Hendrick back on the map as a giant, humongous force. Stuart Haas, they have they haven't Cole Custer, but unfortunately he's in the you can art you can say third maybe fourth uh, best card Stuart Haas, but Chase Briscoe is showing glimpses of it. Pull whole pull out of there, put a young talent in there. You say like Ryan Priest for instance, you'll see glimpses happening. Pull Kevin Harvick out, put your fourth and final talent ready to go, boom, Stuart Haas is back with right with Hendrick. No,
1: no, 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 no. no, no. You've got to swing for the fences. Do you know who I want in my race car if I'm if I'm Stuart Haas? Kyle Busch,
3: for one. Right? Yep.
1: And then I want Eric Jones. Right. Come with me now. I would go
2: Eric. Come with me. No, now. I would go. I would go. with me with now. Eric Jones. I would you go to play Eric Kyle Bush, we, Kyle Bush is only going to buy you so many years. If you want to go long term, you want to go Eric Jones route. Yeah, you get a two for one package.
1: You know, you go ahead and spend a little bit of that extra Kyle Bush money that you're making off the sponsorship, and you buy, and you get Eric Jones over there. So now you got a two hitter. You know, you've got Kyle Busch and you've got the kid that we know is capable of doing something. I mean, it's not like every week we see him poking with a stick saying, I thought you could race, because that's definitely what we see with Bubba Wallace. But Eric Jones, on the other hand, he's there, baby. He's there. He proves it time and time again. If Stuart Haas wants to move forward, you've got to invest into talent. And Eric Jones is talented. Kyle Busch is talented. You bring those two drivers in, you'll see happy days once more at Stuart Haas Racing. Here's here's what I see with Stuart Haas Racing, and, and Taz brings up Eric uh, Taz brings up Eric Almirola. He said, and, and I might be wrong, but if I'm quoting him right, he said, "Get Eric Jones, Eric Almirola, out of there. He's out of there at the end of the season. Yeah, he's That's gone. That's right. He's Eric, Eric Almirola. Here's your point as they get Right now for Stuart Haas.
3: (laughs) This is going to shock
1: you. (laughs) Go ahead. 10th. 11th for Almirola. 12th for Harvick. Uh, I can't close anything except my zipper. And Chase Briscoe. 11th, 12th, and 13th. Those are your three Stuart Haas drivers. All right. We're used to seeing Harvick. We're used to seeing Harvick up on that list. What's the problem? Obviously, it's not just a Kevin Harvick problem. It's an, it's an SHR problem. It's not problem. just a Kevin Harvick. It is an H- I promise it is. Oh, I said that. It's not just a Kevin Harvick issue. It's an it's Stuart Haas. And yes, I agree with you, Chris. With the rumblings of him possibly switching to Dodge, why would why would Essel want to invest any more money in the in the, uh uh Stewart he's not why am i going to uh, if he's going to do that he's just going to piss money away put it to the teams that need it first of all the it. the moment Kyle they the moment Ford told Tony Stewart that he could not have Kyle Larson we both know and we all three should agree Tony Stewart said I almost made a bad word but you know what he said <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. All right. In race car terminologies, he gave him the middle finger. And at that right. point in time, their relationship was over because Kyle Larson went out and put a bad taste in everybody's mouth that had a chance to get him. But we do know that for sure, Kyle Larson was already headed to Hendrick. And that was a done deal. It was already done. It, there's not a yeah. doubt in my mind that that deal wasn't done at the California race at the start of this 2020 race season before COVID hit. And then it just had to be, it, you know, the whole world comes crashing down. We all knew that he was going to bounce back, and he did, and it is what it is. Back to the Stuart Haas situation, I, I, I'm all with what you said, Craig. It is not a Kevin Harvick just problem. It is a Stuart Haas and Holt problem. Stuart Hawk needs to figure it out. They're obviously going to go to Dodge if Dodge decides they're going to come in. Uh, because why wouldn't Ford want to help Stuart Hawk if, if the Dodge rumblings weren't a possibility? And we've seen with other teams, like Penske drives Hondas and IndyCar. So you don't have to necessarily be ma- married to one manufacturer. Chip Ganassi had a Honda and a Ford and a Chevrolet. Like he ran a Ford in GT. He ran uh, a Honda. Uh, he runs a Honda and IndyCar, and he ran a Chevrolet and Cup. So it's not the fact that we've seen uh, other manufacturers by race teams. It's been the rumblings behind it. Right? There's all, hey, what's his name? Where well, there's smoke, there's what? There's fire. So you know we're, we're we're finding more and more out about maybe that there's a manufacturer coming and it gets us really excited, uh, but uh, you know as Craig said you know this is a this is this is a, a whole organization problem and it's probably tied to the future announcement of Dodge coming to Cup because you know that if a manufacturer is coming to the Cup Series they've already locked up who they're gonna have you don't make that move until you know you have a team right. You were well, this before. Be Stuart Hodge going
2: after Ryan Priest. Going to call
1: it now. Ryan Priest is a great fit, but is he a proven winner? It, I mean, it, Ryan Priest could be a great race car driver. But when I look at what Eric Jones is doing inside of a race car week in, week out, there is no way I wouldn't put my money where my mouth is. Eric Jones is a perfect
2: fit over a Stuart Haas race car. So. So Ryan Priest winning with Joe Gibbs in Xfinity level doesn't convince you enough, and him running in the front every single truck race he's in doesn't convince no. you enough? No, well, and him outrunning quick
1: wear equipment? I, I see I see your argument. I, I, I don't think that your point is resonating because um, we've seen a lot of people dominate in a JGR car. Uh, Trevor Bain went out there and led... You know, 30-something laps in the, after being retired for, like, forever and a day. Um, so, you know, when you're comparing what JGR has in the Xfinity series, we're, we're, has, we have not seen that transition so well in the Cup series because we continue to only talk about, really, two main whole drivers from JGR. What are the two main drivers that we always talk about? And, and this is excluding Martin Truex, Jr., because Martin Truex Jr. is a hired hand. The two organizational drivers are Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch. Those guys have carried the staple. We've, we don't have a single driver that, uh, that JGR has, has stood with outside of, you know, the uh, since Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte. So, you know, it's definitely a point worth arguing. But, um, you know, Priest is a great, Lee- great start driver. Don't get me wrong. Priest is a great race car driver, personally believe Eric Jones. Last year should have been the hottest free agent. This year he damn well better be the hottest free agent because I'm watching him contend week in, week out. Uh, well, well, what did Miss Lee say? I haven't been following the Facebook page. She says, if Dodge comes in, don't you think they'd team with Petty? I don't necessarily know that they would because they're going to want – I mean, yeah, Petty's nostalgia. They're gonna want yeah, somebody yeah. that can bring the victories.
2: Isn't Penske Dodge on the IndyCar side? No, Honda. Oh, uh, I was gonna say if Penske was Dodge on in the IndyCar side, I could see Penske swinging. But Penske used to be um, Penske used to be Dodge at one point, so I, I could see them swing that way too.
1: I think it's going to be who they think bring them or who they think is going to bring them the biggest bang for their dollar. And I, I think possibly he, – and here's another thing. We're all talking about Kyle Bush and what's going to go on with Kyle Bush at the end of the year, right, and where he should go. Now, everybody's not – there's not too much rumblings about MTJ.
3: Uh, no, he's you know, talking
1: – Because he, we kind of know where that's headed, Craig Moore. Yeah, that's possible retirement right there. And, you know, it's not money. He said it in multiple interviews. It's not about the money. He's Heck well set. No. Yeah, of course you know? he is. And um, I think, you know, you got to get to the point to where you don't want to look like Jimmy Johnson. You know, you want to go out with a little bit of integrity. I think that Martin Turkish Jr. has what it takes to win this year. I feel like he's the fourth wheel at JGR right now. Uh, because they want to make Christopher Bell work. Like, they really want Christopher Bell to work. Martin Truex Jr. come in, Craig Taz, he come in with the kind of attitude, I'm going to wait and see how I feel about this car. That's your first impression that, hey, something's not a go, right? He's not fired up about learning about a new car. He's already thinking about his way out, his exit strategy. Normally, in any athlete, when you start hearing the words that I'm, I may be I may be getting close to that time. You've probably passed your time. So, you know, a lot of athletes, they don't see it. You know, a couple of them, uh, Tom Brady keeps proving us wrong. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, don't use him as the example because uh, I just don't know who else can do it like that. But, uh, yeah, most of the time, as, as it's said in Cars, the as Kyle Petty said in the Cars, right, in the Cars movie, uh, you don't decide the, the fans do, or the the organization decides when when you're done, not your not you. And I think that's the, the prompt. That's what's prompted Denny Hamlin buying his own team, and Brett Keselowski, uh investing in RFK. These guys don't. And Tony Stewart, literally going from JGR, he he kind of you know he did this whole uh, that I can win, and and, and somebody else's uh, if I bring the right enough money for one of the powerhouse teams. You know, he's done that. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, some other guys are possibly looking into whether or not they can do that as well. Kyle Busch, for one, if he were to leave uh, JGR, does he go drive for somebody else or does he create his own team? He has his own team. So Kyle Busch Motorsports, uh, that that has to be weighing heavy on his mind, uh, what he does in the future. Daniel Suarez. Let's get back to Daniel Suarez. Mi amigo, what does this do? for uh, um for the sport man our sport was on a national level y'all he won in the state of california <laughs> he had his own fans up in the stands you know screaming and cheering and the camera was just as much on them as it was on me amigo what is if he's only the fifth
3: Stutter the nurse the nurse
1: he's only the fifth oh, uh, driver the <laughs> fifth driver to ever uh, be born outside the united states to win a cup race man how important is this to the sport it's very
3: important
1: it it brings it it brings a whole nother level to a market um as far as possible avenue avenues for revenue uh say that 10 times quick uh, I think that it's it's going to be good. It puts us it puts our sport on a much larger level, and I think it'll bring in obviously more advertising dollars for NASCAR, but it'll bring in more advertising dollars for Trackhouse, the team itself, not just Daniel's team.
2: I think one thing I want to say is that I hope that some of these. Uh, car owners are really looking for talent um outside of the U.S. I think it kind of says something a little bit. Because, like, we have NASCAR not only just in Canada, because like, I know I mentioned that a few times, but there's also NASCAR in Mexico. Uh There's the Euro Series out there. So I think – I think that kind of says that, hey, there's other NASCAR races out there. If we want to bring them to the highest level in NASCAR, why don't we look out there and see what they got, can they run with us? I know I know Canada and Mexico, they run road course and circle oval tracks, but I don't think the Euro series does. I think Euro's just road course, street course. So, I mean, that could benefit them in a way, but at the same time it could hurt. But it wouldn't hurt to try it that's I think that's another point that uh of having Suarez win as well is that don't just look through the American side like look outside like broaden your broaden your search right, but I think Daniel Suarez is a,
1: what's the word an anomaly I guess I mean we had juan Pablo uh. He didn't really do we'll a whole lot. The jet dryer. Yeah. Uh, his claim to fame is the jet dryer. Um, yeah. So, but with, know. but with this car that yep. we have now, Craig, and, I, and I'm going to let you finish your point, but I do want to mark that the reason for this car is is the whole reason why the third track house theme was created, right? Because this car is the type of race car. That these road course series and these foreign series, they're they're accustomed to this type of car. So
3: it it is
1: kind of a, a bird in the hand type deal, right? Because um, there it, it's the reason why Trackhouse is marketing the third team out there for uh, multi universe drivers to be able to come in and and see Kimmy and is gonna make his Cup debut at Watkins Glen in the ninety one machine. I mean. Wow, and and trust me, the younger people think Kimmy will 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 watch the field uh, because they believe Kimmy Raikkonen is one of the best drivers in the world. I, I don't know, but uh, it's going to be exciting to see uh, that type of exposure um, as, as we continue to talk about Daniel Suarez. Who you know, this is this is big for NASCAR, guys. This is big for NASCAR. Think about all the different areas, as Craig said the 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 marketing uh the money side of things as miss lee said the uh the 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 fans the the connection to the to the Mexican people and the Spanish people and how how awesome that is for them like the first thing I wanted to do and this is probably not I shouldn't say this first thing I wanted to do was go celebrate at the Mexican restaurant I wanted to go celebrate with those people because I was so happy that that our sport has made it to that. And we, man, you know, Suarez is giggles without the asshole. <laughs> you know? I mean, he is always smiling. He is always positive, you know, and uh, it couldn't have happened for a better guy. But Craig, I like what you said. Who who, who else is going to be able to pull off what Suarez did? And that could be an important piece to how 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 it how important it is that Suarez did win this race. I thought Suarez would win on an oval race before he would ever win on a road course. I got proved wrong. I love it. I'm wrong. Please, somebody take the floor. I thought for sure he'd win on an oval before a road course. Um, I, I, as I said, it's huge for not only NASCAR, but NASCAR, it gives NASCAR Mexico a huge boost. Um, and also, as I said, it also opens up our... Um, Fan base. Now more people are going to pay attention. Why? Because their guy, for a better lack of words, um, is is possibly in the chase. Right now, he's sitting 12th. Uh, when if we were to go to the chase, right now he's sitting 12th. I'm looking at the stats. It, so it's amazing what that'll do for that team. When they bought Chip Ganassi, when they bought the, the charter, I thought, yeah, okay. And then when they started adding people, I'm like these guys are serious. This Justin Marks is a serious, a serious contender. And then he puts together this third team with Kimi Raikkonen, and you know, like you said, Chris, people believe that Kimi Raikkonen is going to wipe up the field at Watkins Glen. Yeah, I I, know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he very well could.
2: I think mean, it would be awesome. It would be, you Well know, it, it honestly, I mean, would <laughs> be imagine getting by, your
1: ass whooped by Kimi Räikkönen in NASCAR? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Didn't Räikkönen oh
2: make a start in NASCAR before?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's raced an Xfinity race, one Xfinity race, and one truck race. Right. Yeah. Okay,
2: so yeah. he's got you know,
1: Before time. going back to F1. <clears throat> I just think it's a phenomenal thing for NASCAR in and of itself. Um, I know Taz wants to get the stat of the day, um, but I think I think it's a tremendous thing for NASCAR in a whole. I think that I don't think this is going to be the only race you you see Suarez win. Now now we're off this week. Cup is off this weekend. All we got is truck and uh, the senior racing experience, as I call it. But. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you uh, Get off the show now,
0: <laughs> Girl, Oh, I don't be think good. that was If
2: it's a senior fun. racing experience, and I want Richard Petty and Mark Martin behind the wheel. See you later. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. See, that's what he considers old. You know, right. so we're around. We've been around long enough to know how old Bill Elliott is. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Listen, oh. anyway, bring me here. Um, I just think, I, as I said, I just
1: think it's awesome. Uh, this weekend we only have the truck series running. Next week we're at Nap- we're at Nashville. Um, I thought the taco thing that he broke on the track <laughs> that was it was, was it was corny, sorry, it was corny but so like Couldn't be upstaged by he couldn't be upstaged by uh, by his teammate. The watermelon Arno. man. Oh
2: my god! Hey, at least. At least we've now found another thing that they both have in common over at track house. Cause obviously both of these drivers had to work their butt off to where they are right now at this current time. But what's one other thing they have in common when they win, they like to the smash stuff.
1: No, right. I think that I think it was a copycat deal and I didn't like it, but I guess. Suarez yeah, I know the door. No, with the, with the no, holes.
2: Suarez had Suarez has always said if he wins a NASCAR cup race, his plan was to bring in a pinata and smash it. He's always said that.
1: Wow. I mean, I think,
2: I think if it was,
1: well, that may be, if, in other words, what I'm trying to say is what I believe would be a perfect uh, celebration uh, for, for Mr. Pinata man. Uh, it would have been to have the Mexican hat that they put on you at your me- at your birthday party, and we sing "Happy Birthday" to <laughs> to Daniel Suarez in Spanish. I know that would be hard, <laughs> but it would just it would just kind of swap it over, you know. It would be like "Happy Birthday to You." <laughs> And <laughs> this is like a, a co-hosts a podcast and does not have a singing career. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> oh my God! Did you know that I had to sing the national anthem at uh, at, at the track Saturday night? Oh no! Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Oh yeah. I, no. <laughs> I I had to sing the national anthem. Look. We went through prayer, and I I gave the prayer, but I knew, like, there was something wrong with the Internet. And I was like, the Internet not working, but it's invocation and prayer time. So I went ahead with the prayer, and I was thinking, please, Lord, please. I was really praying, let this thing work. Let this thing work, because what do I do? This thing's not going to work. There's no Internet. My Internet's messed up. And I got done with prayer, and I said, hold on just a second. I'm having some issues uh, with the Internet, and I was just like, doop, 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 doop. Do, 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 do. And I was like, I don't know what to do, but I do know the words to this national anthem. So here we go. Oh, say can you. And I did it, y'all. I, I did it, and I was embarrassed, and but I love my country, and I love my people, and there was no way in hell that race was going to start. Without the national anthem being sung, and so I took one for the my I took one for my classmates, and I took one for everybody and and i and I did it, and I'm proud of myself for doing it, but I'd never want to do it again
2: well, and that, well,
1: and that my friends is my story
2: and now I'm going to go hide well don't forget, don't forget folks, and I kind of had to uh bring this up to uh my girlfriend, so now she's gonna root for a certain driver to win. But don't forget that there is still on the line for this year. I have not made up my mind for next year, for at least this year. If Austin Dilla wins a race, we're opening the, up the show with me singing "Rhinestone Cowboy," and we don't want to uh, put the show into flames. So we're hoping to guy. Yeah, we we, we 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 just win, lost
1: the show. Yeah, but like,
2: yeah, I, but, uh, but uh, Jason, my girlfriend's but really going to be rooting for Jackson the three. said that was not funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do what?
4: I know my we're going
2: to now hoping for the three to win any race. So that way there she can be right there, ready to go when Rhinestone Cowboy gets sung on the air. So I'm hoping that right. the three doesn't win, but she's going to be rooting for On it. the air.
1: On the air. Real
2: does anybody know why Clint Boyer was not there Sunday? Um, I, I don't, don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Uh, I didn't look God, that up. He was, I
1: don't but, think there was ever an official release of what. It was a personal matter. And, uh know, yeah, I guess we just keep them in our prayers. Uh, do uh, Do you want my conspiracy theory? Do you want me to tell you yeah, what I think yeah. happened? I think, yeah. I think what happened was Clint Boyer was signed to be the third wheel with Jeff Gordon and Mike Joy. Well, then all of a sudden Jeff Gordon bones out, and now all of a sudden Clint Boyer is not the third wheel. He has to take this job serious. And that that that's a
2: whole other level. Like Clint at times up like forceful. That. Yeah. Clint Boyer's not as full on serious too like you if you, if we know Clint Boyer like we know him he does know when it's serious, but he does, you know, have fun with it and, you know, make jokes he was not and comfortable. have a laugh.
1: He was not comfortable being the second guy. He was not. And and I think that that's why they tried to bring in multiple third wheels this time to kind of highlight that way Clint could still kind of be the third wheel. But, I, I, honestly, I feel like uh, this was uh, this is Clint saying goodbye. Like, we, we won't know. I feel
2: like <clears> – <throat> I feel like the best booth that happened this year, I mean, there were some good, like, interim third-party people, but I think the best booth that gelled very well amongst all three would have to be Clint Boyer, Mike Joy, and Tony Stewart. And here's where I'm going with this: Tony Stewart would gel with Mike Joy on the serious end, And, and, of course, with Clint Boyer, too, but Stewart and Boyer both, of them, each had that funny little flair to throw in at times during the race, so it made the commentary interesting. So I, I think those three gelled the the best of all the third parties. There, there was one or two I did not stand. Danica Patrick. Oh, sorry,
1: I uh, was not supposed no, to say that. I, but I, that
2: was not. Um, no,
1: that, that's perfectly agreeable. Um, but I didn't like there Matt was Kansas. like one
2: or two I did, was not a fan of, but. I'd say the best um, overall that gelled well was Stuart Boyer and Joy.
1: Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about something because I seen it advertised the other day, and I and I didn't get a chance to throw it in the um, in, in the chat because I totally forgot about it until you just mentioned Austin Dillon, and you're gonna I sing "Ride Don't Start."
2: Don't start. No, that that don't start.
1: Apparently, Austin Dillon is going to have a new reality TV series on the USA (laughs) Network because they have Um, enough uh, reality TV series. Our life is a reality TV. If you don't believe me, just look at gas prices.
2: Oh, Um, my
0: God.
2: June 23rd at 9.30 p.m. it debuts. Um, It will give an
1: inside look at the Daytona 500 champions day-to-day Activities with his wife Whitney, their adorable son Ace, and his best friend Mar- Mar- uh, Morel Sh- uh, marielle Schunk Swan—I guess is how you say the name. The episode's going to be a torturous sport. Your probably best bet is to get it on Peacock if you can, so you can cut Peacock. out the commercials.
3: Forward, uh,
1: the content doesn't end. So the team set up at the sport for a document, a docu series called. Originally announced during the summer of 2021, it's an eight-part series that will provide a behind-the-scenes look at some of the drivers as they the
4: 2023 Cup Series
1: playoffs and championships. These shows add to the growing list of sports reality TV shows that are hitting the market nah. and being received, such as Formula One's Drive to Survive, which was has been renewed for a fifth season last week. Do, do you? So. Rem- do you remember Jay Cutler and his wife, the little T V series they had? Do you remember that? Anyway, uh Mr C J Sports would know what I was talking about. Anyway, um they you know, that whole marriage fell apart or whatever. Uh Jay Cutler, the smoking dude from uh Chicago Bears, became the Miami Dolphins quarterback anyway. Anyway. You know, that's uh uh the the uh the reality TV series is probably being influenced by that lady of Austin Dillon, so you know, just just keep that in mind. Like, I'm not sure why Austin Dillon would really want a TV series, right? <laughs> yeah, but no, From I don't day either. one that we've seen his his wife, uh, it's been pretty obvious. <laughs> I mean, either you've noticed or uh, you have it. There's, there's, there's you know, I'll just leave it at that. She looks like a reality TV star. Come on, guys. Huh? Well, Jesus. As long as he has got another Amber Heard. She's as plastic as Barbie, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you've got... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: y'all make me the bad guy. Y'all make me the bad guy. Why do y'all make me say things like this? Jesus. y'all make me the good has to be the bad guy that one of us has to be the good guy, that would
2: be me. One of us has to be the bad guy that's huge. And <laughs> I haven't
1: figured out this whole thing Well Um I mean I'm just saying. I'm j I am I mean I'm just saying. It's it's probably influenced by the lady there. Bad move also, Dylan. I I mean, you know, it's about like the country music wives or something like that, whatever was on C M T that one time. I mean, it's just not gonna interest most people. (laughs) All right, so Taz, let's get to your stat of the day. We got about fifteen
2: minutes senior racing experience. So stat of the day. Uh, the day. Before, I get, before I get into it, um, I hope Artie, Jared, and some of our other 110 listeners are listening along, and hopefully
0: maybe you
2: join, but um, anyways, out of the day. In... Why am I hearing cat noises? All right, so in Sunday's race at sonoma and i'm i don't know if you guys had touched on this while i was out for a few minutes but if you didn't i'm surprised so the highest finishing toyota in sunday's race at sonoma kurt bush and that's the first time since november 2007 at phoenix that toyota has not placed an entry inside the top 17.
3: Wow, we've,
2: that is we've a seen, huge stat. We've seen Toyota struggle, but this is a major struggle. When I saw that, I was like, y- "We got to bring this up." I mean, we've seen manufacturers struggle here and there, but this is another one. I think we've hit a different low on this.
1: That's a dividend sign of trouble at JTR. Wow, that's a that's a that's a huge stat, Taz. I mean, we've we've seen some teams just stink at certain places, um, but wow, uh, that's alarming. Uh, you know, J.J.R. is missing something this year. We we can see it. A lot of other teams are not hitting on all either. I mean, you know, even as, as dominant as Hendrick is, he's not that dominant. There's a handful of drivers with two wins, and you know. The rest in the winner's circle have won. There's there's time to actually get 17 different winners before we get to the playoffs. I mean, it'll be crazy rolling down into uh, uh, Daytona and having that open spot. Man, if somebody wins, they're going to bump somebody, man. What a day that would be. Oh, my gosh you imagine, right? I mean, seriously, like, you think, you know, like, you can unseat somebody? You don't just get in, you unseat somebody? Come on, man. That's, uh, you know, I guess you have to have the points or whatever to to get it done like that, but still, I mean, it, it could create a lot of possibility.
2: No. Yeah, that uh, I mean, Toyota's struggling that much, like, I and mean, that's not just JGR. obviously it's too, and yeah, I know we can go back and forth on the whole that's extra j g r cars, whatever, but it's just like I said, we've seen struggles out of the Toyota camp, but this is a different one, like this to be to go that far back without a top seventeen finish. It just shows where Toyota really sat for a while, and to have this—is uh, this a bump in the—is this the kind of thing? Is this a bump in the road, or is this kind of a, a panic attack for both of these teams? Neither. No, I mean this is a road course.
1: It, um, as they say, it, it happens. Um, we got we gotta look into it, but um it's definitely it, it is a road course sometimes uh, you you miss it you go back and look at the other uh road courses and see how uh, those finishes were there and uh you know i mean you evaluate where you're where you're stat, where you're sitting at uh you know uh, amongst uh, the rest of the teams uh you know i think that they had some unlucky breaks and stuff that uh, martin, we know martin troops junior is a great road court racer I mean, all three of them, right, including Christopher Bell, He got a first win at a road course. So, um, you know, uh, trouble, yes. Slow down, yes. Um, Off the map, no, no. Stuart Haas is off the map. JGR is just, uh, they're the third wheel right now. They're, They're the third team. They're the third, you know, it's just we don't see like we normally do where it's, you know, eight, nine wins per organization. Um, we've actually had uh, some new te- teams that are, uh, you know, uh, taking home some checker flags, baby. Uh, Trackhouse, three wins this year. Uh, is that comparable to JGR, right? Because Denny Hamlin has two and Cal Bush has one, so three wins. So Trackhouse is equal to JGR.
2: With only half the fleet.
1: Uh, Pensky, wait a minute, how many wins do they have, right? Uh,
2: uh they have two Austin. I know that, uh, And Hendrick they have three. They have three? So you're not that far off. Now all of a
1: sudden, now all of a sudden we're back to reality. They're, they're not that far off. And I guess Hendrick has four, right? Because there nobody's a multiple winner in Hendrick, right? No. Uh, Byron is. Oh, Byron, Byron. So they do, They they have five. They have five. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Hendricks right where they we think they are. It's Stuart Haas has one win. You know. Um, it's – uh, what's the other? Richard Childress has none. As good as Richard Childress has been. They've been knocking uh, on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Reddick still knocking on the door. Still there. I hope you realize, Tyler Reddick. I hope you see what's going on here. I hope you realize you're not going to win. Uh, when half your resources are going over there for a little grandbaby to run, you know, come on. Let's let's hop out of the seat, and if you have to go to Hendrick or you have to go to Penske, wherever you go, Tyler Reddick, get the hell out of Childress. You know, you're wasting your talent like Watson did at Chip Ganassi.
3: Mr. CJ Sports, I
1: love him to death, man. Oh, he needs to be
3: loyal. He's going to be at Chip Ganassi for the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, Mr. CJ Sports. What happened? He's a he's a Hendrick, just like I told you he would be. And he won a championship, <laughs> just like I told him he would be. Well, what's the lure to go to Hendrick? Well, Mr. Hendrick sits down and says, hey, I know you like to race, and I know you like that fun and all these dirt tracks and stuff, but come over here and you can win a championship, and guess what happened? Kyle Larson, come over to Hendrick Motorsports, and boom, boom, championship. What do you know?
2: He he was due. It was just a matter of when. And obviously we know when.
1: Allie Reddick's wasting his career at Richard yeah, Children's Racing.
2: Yeah, but where That's a guy who would go to Stuart uh, Where would he go? I mean, you can go in the Stuart Haas direction, but Stewart, if he wants uh, to stay in the Chevy camp, he would have to pretty it's much it's basically hope to God somebody opens up a ride, as in Trackhouse needs to take their third car, Make it a full-time instead so of a part-time. Or college oh racing knock on the door. <laughs> That's another team that I think
1: could be a Dodge, a Dodge affiliate, right? I mean, come on. If they have a motor, then they need that, third, that second team, right? I mean, that could be a possibility. And think about Kyle Bush. Would Kyle Bush be the new Bill Elliott? Remember, Bill Elliott was a Ford man his whole career. Kyle Bush has drove a Chevy. He's been with Ford. Could you imagine Kyle Busch being lured to Dodge and Stuart Haas? How big that would be? Like, you just took uh, Kyle Busch away from Toyota, the most winningest driver in Toyota history?
2: I am thinking, I mean, that would be a huge asset. Well, I'd like to hear Craig's point on this Because where I'm about to go with this is I think if Kyle Busch leaves Toyota as a whole That's going to ruin uh, The Toyota development camp Well Here's what I think If Kyle Busch I want
1: to make sure I unmuted myself I did um, If Kyle Busch leaves Toyota It will pretty much Dismantle Toyota from the top Toyota sent out an edict to Joe Gibbs Racing a few weeks ago and said, do what you have to do to re-sign him. Um, honestly, does Kyle Busch want to stay at Joe Gibbs? He's kind of got that laissez-faire type attitude about it. Laissez-faire Did you say laissez-faire <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. Um like, hey, if it happens, it happens. I don't know. Ask Joe Gibbs. Um, I, like I, like but I like it. I like it. I like it. But if he does leave, it, it will dismantle Toyota. <clears throat> um, because who do they really have to hang their hat on? They sure as hell ain't hanging their hat on, but, 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 Wallace. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, he's a car owner for it. But do they really have so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Kaz, what do you got, buddy? Because you said I you did said everything higher.
2: I did hear from in rumor speculation that Kyle Bush could be staying with Gibbs and there is a sponsor that they may be linking up with that to help out um by losing mars it was supposed to be some brand new um technical company or something like that i that's about as far as i have heard for that but like i said if kyle bush leaves toyota as a whole i think you're just setting up yourself up for disaster for development in the development camp because if kyle because yeah you have gibbs and Arca uh Xfinity and Cup, but if you're at the point where you need to put talent somewhere from Arca to Xfinity, what are you gonna do? You don't have anywhere to go other than Pretoria Racing, and Hort- Pretoria Racing only has one truck, maybe two if I don't if I'm wrong on that aspect. And I don't, and nothing against um, Timmy Hill and those guys, but they don't have the right equipment to boost drivers into the next level four uh Gibbs for the next two series. So right now Kyle Bush is basically the stepping stone from Arca to Xfinity at this point.
1: Yeah. No, and and as I said it and uh I stand by it. If Kyle Bush seems <clears throat> Toyota you know pretty much ruined Toyota's uh uh Advancement in the series until somebody comes above and beyond and can step up like Kyle Busch has. He's contributed
2: more to wins for Toyota
1: in all three series than any other driver. They don't want him to go bye bye. So they'll they're gonna figure something out. If he does, like, yeah, Mark, you mark my words, he's going to Stewart Hall. He'll go to Stuart Haas. Then he'll adjust. <laughs> and he will bring Stewart Haas a champion a champion before he retires. Oh. There so i plenty said. in the tank. I believe it. I believe he he should Kevin, be front runner for this year. Kevin Harvick, not so much more in the tank.
4: Kyle Bush,
1: he's got a lot of he's got a lot of gas left in the, He ain't going anywhere. He don't want to retire. He's having too much fun. He's having too much fun. Right. So Well, so it's an interesting fan question uh, this week. It's not the typical fan question that we normally get. Uh, uh, shout out to Miss Rebecca. She did uh, make uh, communication this week. Uh, she's been real busy and Short staff, I think we can all feel the, the pain of what the job does to us. And uh, But uh, she she was intrigued by this idea of SRX. And I, I want to fit that into what we're going to talk about in the next 30, 45 minutes. Um, Taz has hopefully got us something really big planned here. Um, And, and, and you know, I, I obviously, as we've heard Craig all night, Craig, we know what Craig feels about it. Uh, it's an old man series. And it did get a lot of hype. It sold $100 million on a contract for a TV deal to Tony
3: Stewart, $100
1: million. Um, it's, uh, as Craig said, a glorified IROC series. It could be. Um, I, the, the difference was IROC went to Michigan. They went to Daytona. They went to the big track. So it's really not an IROC series because we're going to places like Nashville – Fairgrounds. We're going to Five Flags Speedway. We're going to Dodge City, I believe. We're going to nope. uh, I-55. No, not Dodge City. Okay. No. Nope. Uh, well, last year we went to Slinger. So, you know, maybe we'll use that one for an example. Um, so we're not going to the types of tracks that IROC was there. So as we explained tonight in this big question of what is the SRX series, I think that that's a great way to open up for what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes uh Taz Taylor what is the SRX series because I think we all have our own idea of what it is but I think that uh the one thing Tony Stewart said was it's entertainment and that's something that's a little bit different than what we're uh, when we're talking about NASCAR or Formula 1 or IndyCar so let's see, kind of let's kind of get into what is the SRX series and is it a senior tour or is it um, entertainment is it is it racing because wrestling so, is wrestling but it's it's not uh it's not olympic style
3: wrestling
1: it's, it's its own it's its own so um go ahead, Tess
3: you got the floor.
2: so the s r x uh, known as the superstar racing experience is basically a newly reformed IROC series from the old, from the good old 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, where you take 12 of the best drivers from around the world, from different forms of racing, and put them into a car that's equal, that's as, that's as good and bad as the next car next to you and the rest of the cars in the field. So, um, basically, that's what this is, but except where with IROC, they ran on tracks um, more mile-and-a-half, super speedway style, and the cars were more aerodynamically based. With these SRX cars, um, they are not so much aerodynamically uh, proven. There are more based for short tracks and road courses whenever, if they ever get a road course uh, race in. I know sometimes it can be a challenge to get them in, um, depending on where you go, but um, but the base, for the most part, it's short track racing. And what a lot of the drivers that are in this are either um, – basically had their prime years or they're like way beyond retired, that kind of deal. And they're coming back to race to have fun, um, get the feeling going. And they want to also bring in some of the younger drivers, like such as like Haley Dean and Chase Elliott for a couple of examples, to kind of help them propel themselves. Amongst their careers, and I'll bring this, and I say this because a good example is Ernie Francis Jr., who I believe is like 23, 24 years old. He raced in the Trans Am Series for a while. He is a seven-time champion in that series and wanted to, needed to branch somewhere else if he wanted to keep his motorsports career going because he's pretty much done all in Trans Am. Well, he entered SRS last year and ran full-time. He won at IRP, and he said that during the off-season, he got a phone call from Roger Penske, and Penske um, signed him to run with the Indy Lights program, which is a step down from the IndyCar series, and he's running full-time with the Indy Lights, and so that kind of helped Ernie Francis Jr. with his career, so that's... So SRX, well, yeah, we're seeing more of the older generation of the drivers, but they're also trying to help some of the younger drivers who are wanting to propel their career or, or um, earn themselves more respect and more attention than what they already have. But, again, 12 cars equally prepared send them out onto the short track, and they basically run two 12-minute heat races and then like a 50-lap feature at the end. And I'm sure if you watch the SRX race uh, this Saturday at Five Flag Speedway on CBS, uh, they will they will explain everything for you if you're tuning in for the first time on that series. What time is it on, cast I believe eight o'clock Eastern. I I will definitely confirm that either later tonight or at some point during the week before Saturday.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to take uh, you the booth this past weekend. I I tell you what, it it is it is the older crowd pleaser. They um, they they're, they will always hold on to their icons. I have a boss, <clears throat> Mr. Donald Parker. And I'm so glad that he doesn't listen to this show Because he doesn't like NASCAR So I don't have anything to worry about If I say something that he don't want me to say uh, He don't like NASCAR He don't like NASCAR And he won't sit around and watch NASCAR On TV because he don't like NASCAR But now I tell you what He asked me the other day Do I want to go down to Five Flags And go watch uh, T- uh, Tony Stewart And uh, <laughs> and, and, be, and whoever else the race? And he said he's not going to be there <laughs> You know so there's a whole list of reasons why he doesn't like NASCAR. But it's appealing to the older group uh, that this series has been created. And I think that that's good. Whether or not I think it's really racing or it's entertainment, look, uh, you know, it's going to depend on whether or not Tony Stewart runs away with another championship this year, uh, you know, because, uh, um, yeah, it's kind of tough to take it to legitimize. Uh, a, a series as it is it's going to get harder with Penske and IndyCar right you know Penske owns IndyCar well Penske dominates IndyCar so there's going to come a time where people are going to say wait a minute you know so and, and that's an in IndyCar so, you, you just can't help but think if Tony Stewart continues to run well and take home the championship in the SRX series will that eventually hurt the growth of this series I think it's awesome that we put in a young driver or driver of the racetrack and uh, we get to highlight them for a minute. It worked well for uh, a couple of drivers last year. I think uh, Doug Colby. Yeah, did. And, uh, yep, Doug, yeah, Kobe it, the he, he, right. Doug Colby was
2: a big one. He Doug Kobe was a big one. I was at that track last year. He's not only the only, so far in the racing of the series, the only local driver to win, but he is etched in the record books as the first ever SRX winner. So I mean it, he's got that notch on
1: his tour? shoulder that nobody else has. Yeah, yeah. G a PGA PGA
2: tour. tour I agree yeah. with
1: you, Chris. Um that if Tony Stewart wins it this year, it's gonna hurt the series, it's not gonna help it. Um, he's the promoter, he's the owner. Um, then it's almost like it's sports entertainment. Um, well, when you have Paul Tracy and Michael Waltrip in this in this thrown together feud, and then all of a sudden it becomes real serious and a race breaks out, you you have to wonder whether or not you know Tony Stewart was selling an entertainment series or a series that he could go out and wax every weekend. You know what I mean? Because he's uh, he's having the cars built who are also under Dodge chassis and uh, transmissions. So, <laughs> um, uh, another one that may have a, a big reckoning with uh, um, and Ray Everham being involved as well. So, <laughs> it is kind of funny. Uh, it's right here in front of our face. Uh, but anyway, stick to the SRX series. Of course, you know, it, it is a big factor, Craig Moore, that Tony's racing his own series. He is the promoter behind the series. Uh, But, uh, you know, as I said, how much interest was garnered last year with the Paul Tracy and Michael Waltrip, you know, uh, who was going to wreck who, who was going to, you know, but that really did not seem to be the way that the series ended at the end of the year. Taz, do you want to take that?
2: Can you repeat that one more time, Chris? Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, it started out playful and then it got serious at the end of the year, right? I mean, what are we watching? Yeah, are we watching entertainment. Or are we watching racing? Which one is it? I, because uh, I think because the I whole think it's a beginning mixture. was okay. I
2: think it's a mix of Both because these younger guys and also these local guys are trying to make a name for themselves and propel their careers. Whereas I mean, yeah, we, some of these, so, where some of these guys um, that have already had their spotlight and had their time, they're just there to have basically have fun for the most part. I mean, it's also to draw attention, too, for the fans of not only current, but also of, like, the past and whatnot. So you're, I think it's a mixture of both. And the reason why I say that is because when it got to the last two or three races, you saw guys like Ernie Francis Jr., uh, Paul Tracy trying to make a move for it. Helio Castroneves had some spot. Uh, had some shining lighting moment. Uh, There's Marco Andretti who left IndyCar car for a reason to try something new and he went to SRX. And let me tell you, that guy could actually wheel it. A lot better than what people thought he was.
1: I think missing yeah, the, one thing the at call
3: S- <laughs> as a stock car driver.
1: I think the one thing SRX does, and, and feel free to agree or disagree. I think it brings light to the other series uh, that these drivers run on. And I think it's good for business, the racing business, all the way around. Um, it's a connection. Season. I like what you said there. I like that, Craig. More. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. You you got it in you. I knew you did. Look. Exactly. Like, it, it does. Like, all of a sudden, you're talking about IndyCar and you're talking about Formula One. You're talking about uh, Ernie Francis Jr. I guess he was what a Trans Am series driver or something like that, right? You're bringing all these series together and you're putting them in a little train. So I guess that is kind of irracist. As we've tried to mark ourselves far away from it, you brought me right back in, Craig. Right. You know, and and I'm going to do my best to take an interest and watch it as much as possible this year. Uh, and last year I wasn't real thrilled with it I figured it was a glorified so- senior series, like the PGA tour and and you know things like that but I'm going to give it I'm going to give it my my whole honest opinion if I'm not home on Saturdays I'll make sure that I record it so that way on Sunday mornings when I'm getting up and I'm getting stuff done I can put it on and watch it and and, and learn more about it because I've I've given Taz a bunch of shit about it for a better lack of words, and I said it in our group chat, and I'll say it here on the show, his dedication to the series is just, it's phenomenal, and it's to be, uh, it's to be, um, Tyler Carpenter is going to be in one of these cars, right? No, that's the truck. No, he's in the truck. That's the trucks. Oh, okay. All right. Damn. All right. So So another crossbreed there, but, uh, um yeah so you know you're, you've got you've we're got, gonna let's go through the list of right Ted, let's give the floor so, back to you give give us the list or uh, what i want to know eventually is what are the list of these drivers from the local tracks that are going to be participating but go ahead with what you're what we're giving the floor back to you Tad. all right
2: so we're gonna have a um so we're gonna have a round table discussion and I believe Jared might be on. If he's not already, he'll be joining shortly. But I gave all of the 110 Nation family a little, I guess, multi-week assignment, as in, um, now, we we know we have a bunch of drivers that we could list and say who, who we would like to see in SRX. But the question is, who do, we, who do we want to see in SRX But why would they be a good fit um, Why would they be a good fit For the series And what and how could it help them Or basically You know How could they benefit Into the series So we had to come up with drivers That have not started either last year Or will be making a, starting, a start This year So the following drivers That are, that we cannot name are as follows. Ernie Francis Jr., Helio Castroneves, Bill Elliott, Paul Tracy, Tony Stewart, Michael Waltrip, Willie T. Ribbs, Bobby Labonte, Marco Andretti, <clears throat> Scott Bloomquist, Haley Deegan, Scott Speed, Tony Kanan, Greg Biffle, Luke Fenhouse, Doug Kobe, Brian Brown, Bobby Santos III, Cody Swanson, Chase Elliott, uh, Ryan Hunter-EA, Matt Kenseth, uh, Ryan Newman, I'm, uh, Ken Schrader is another one. Um, let's see here. Joseph Newgarden is another one, Um, Ryan Blaney, Dave Blaney, Bubba Pollard, Peyton Sellers, Matt Hirschman, Cole Williams, and I've already said Ken Schrader. So those names we cannot say because they have either made a start or will be making a start. And as far as the local drivers um, that you're concerned about, Chris, for this year, Dave Blaney will be representing Sharon Speedway Bubba Pollard will be representing Five Flags Speedway. Peyton Sellers represents South Boston. Matt Hirschman will represent Stafford. Cole Williams will represent Nashville Fairgrounds. And Ken Schrader um, will be representing I-55 Speedway. So, with that in mind, the two drivers that Miss Lee has picked Is coming out of ARCA and the Trans Am series is Michael Self and she says Michael Self is an all-around experienced driver and would be a great fit and her second pick was Kyle Larson and that should be self-explanatory. So now Michael Self and Kyle Larson have been named from Miss Lee. Now we all have to come up with drivers that she has not that we all have not named. So Michael Self and Kyle Larson are already out there and off the table. So with that being said, um, let's bring our guest on. If he is Jared, who are your two drivers?
4: Okay, so I'd have to pick Brandon Finger because I'm a huge Brandon Finger fan, and he lives like an hour away from me. So I say Brandon Finger, and who probably Matt Crafton. I really like watching him race. He's an old veteran. They both doing good in the Truck Series. But sadly, Grandam Finger hasn't had a full-time ride in quite a while. But he's doing very, good this year. All right. Uh, Grandam
1: Finger's got a great. He's he's got he's got a full-time ride this year in the twenty-three truck. Uh, That's a good. That's a good one. And, and Matt yeah, Crafton, that was a good one. I mean, it's, it's the way that the Truck Series kind of connects to the SRX Series. I think there is some similarity there in how these, uh, how they run. Because remember, the Truck Series is a completely different type of chassis and everything than, than the rest of them. As a matter of fact, it's an old, very outdated uh, a chassis, as a matter of fact. Most of the trucks have been around and built for a long time. So that, that would kind of fit in with what
4: these cars are able to do. I like those two picks.
2: Yeah, if I had
4: uh, to if if I had to throw in a third one, I'd say Jennifer Job. in That's that
2: that's interesting. Why why would you say why would you say hers?
4: Well, I'm a big fan of hers. I follow her on her Facebook. She struggles like she don't have the funding to do what she needs to do in a truck series. Like she missed the last race because she didn't have the funding to raise it. Most of her trucks, like she made it on one of her lives that. One of her trucks was built in 2008. I know she's got the skills. If she had the money that Kyle Bush puts behind his teams, or Hendrick Motorsports, or whoever, if she had that kind of funding, you'd see her in the top ten and with a win every every week, at least.
2: So you're saying if Jennifer Jo Cobb joins SRS and succeeds out of it, it would it would kind of help propel her in her career.
4: Yes, I, I would think so because she's. She's obviously very talented, just don't have the funds these bigger teams do to compete with the big boys.
2: <clears throat> Fair point. All right. So we have Michael Self and Kyle Larson from Miss Lee. Grant Enfinger, Matt Crafton from Mr. Jared. Now, uh Greg. What are you, Who are your two drivers? We have not named. How would they benefit SRX, or how would they use SRX to benefit them? Why would they be a good fit for the series? All right, I'm going to bring up somebody you mentioned earlier, uh,
1: when we were talking about drivers. Uh, I'm going to bring up Ryan. I think that. If he does well in this, if he does well in XRC, that might help him in his Cup Series career. Um, it it gives people a chance to look at him. There's 12 drivers on the track versus 36. Um, If he does well, people might pay attention. My other one, and it's strictly because I want to see how she. Yes, she would handle. Uh she is a straight scooter driver. Uh she is a, the daughter of a legendary NHRA driver, uh Britney Ford.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, good choices.
4: <laughs> wow. wow, good choices cuz yeah. she's used to going straight. Yeah. Right. Now we so,
2: And I not Now care. we're spicing it up, up with a drag racer. I like it because Ryan talk, Price
4: would be good. So
2: we don't talk a whole lot about
1: the array <laughs> on
4: this
2: show,
1: and, and that's all of our fault because we don't. I talk about you guys, but I don't follow it as much as I used to when I was younger. But we want other. We want. We always are looking for viewers. We're, we're always talking about the stands. We're always talking about numbers here for attendance, TV spot, and whatnot. You get somebody like Pearl to come into the SRX series, it not only helps their series, but it helps SRX. It could potentially help NASCAR. Um, because after all, asses and seats is generally what pays the bills. Um, if if we're home watching if we're home watching race while it's alive, that helps the Nielsen mothers a lot better. Than it does if we DVR it and we watch it Monday after work, um, or Monday if we're off because we work Sundays. But I just I, I I came up with those probably this afternoon. I mean I came up with a bunch of other ones. Um, Kimi Raikkonen was one of them. One because he's doing the he's doing the um, Watkins Glen race for track house in August. Um, that might help him further his NASCAR career if he wanted to do something like that. So but the two that I'm gonna stick with are Ryan Priest and Brittany Force.
2: Wow. I I was hoping somebody would say Ryan Priest, but Brittany Force is not one I expected and I'm glad you went out of the uh went out of the normal racing uh scene and went in the drag racing route. I like it, Craig. I think that's a pick of the Pick of the round table so far. Chris, what, how can you follow that up?
0: Easy. I'm going
2: to pick the juice and Tom Cruise.
1: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing back cold trickle, baby. And the juice,
2: I mean, the juice. Okay, Simpson. <laughs> so, you're, so you're seriously bringing in Tom Cruise.
1: No, no, I I retract. I retract. I, I really, I, <laughs> I, I <wouldn't. laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Come on, a cold trickle. Y'all know that would be good. Y'all know, and OJ Simpson. Oh, you know right. Would be good. Oh my God! It would be. A, it would be. It would be Hollywood then, right? That's what it needs—a little bit of Hollywood flavor. You, I mean, you you uh, you paint a big knife on the. Hollywood ruin it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and and you put the you put Cole Trickle back in the back in the cockpit, man. I'm telling you, man, uh, it's just it's awesome. But Jimmy Johnson and Lewis Hamilton, guys, come on,
4: let's get back to real. Oh, Jimmy Johnson, yeah, that's a good Jimmy one. Jimmy
1: Johnson, because I mean that's Lewis what, what it is a too. senior tour, a senior tour, which is the reason why I picked Lewis Hamilton as well. I know. And those guys have a lot of uh, a lot in common, right? And both of them, well, both of them, seven-time champions. Uh, both of them uh, were on the heights of their career, and then all of a sudden, just fell off. And yeah, I'm telling you right now, Lewis Hamilton has fell off. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, as we, as well as he done, and Kyle, Kurt Busch got a top five, I think, in the Indy 500. Jimmy Johnson finished somewhere like 18th. Um, I'm not, you know, I think that Jimmy Johnson would do well in this, in the series, and I think Lewis Hamilton, the hype that he would bring from Formula One and all of his fans and add the ethnicity and all that above, uh, it would be very popular to put him in. I mean, I, Lewis Hamilton compared to Brittany Force, I mean, th- those are, that's both, like, you're in prime time, right? I mean, that's that's as big as you can get. Alright, so you got to Simpson. <laughs> be John- <laughs> Johnson, so was my,
2: Johnson was actually one of my Johnson was actually one of my top picks, but he wasn't my top two. He was like my third and I was because only because I purposely I knew set it, myself up last and was waiting for somebody to say it. So that's why I he wasn't my you. top two.
1: I stole him from you. You knew I was gonna steal him from you too. You knew it.
2: If it wasn't you, <laughs> because, because
1: Jimmy, Look at what look at what Jimmy Johnson can bring to the table. Look at what he's brought to the table for IndyCar. This guy could move it on down. Look what he did for the IMSA. Like people stayed involved with Jimmy's career because they are Jimmy Johnson fans. Heck yeah. And that's that's why that's what you want to bring to SRX, right? That's that's the brand that you wanna bring. You wanna bring the brand, baby. You don't want to bring oh, Joe, Jamie Joe got a huge from down brand the road. Base. Yeah, you wanna bring the brand. Jimmy Johnson is a brand. Lewis Hamilton is a brand. Brittany Force is a brand. What was Craig's other pick? Jimmy Riken? He's a brand. Oh no, oh, he's the Lee. other one? Yeah, Ryan mm-hmm. Priest. Ryan Priest. Hey,
4: Ryan Priest is yeah. He, he's, he's that's a good choice. Yeah.
1: So Craig picked Ryan Priest. Yep.
2: Wow. Wow, Craig.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good pick because Jeff Gordon. I mean, the... Jeff Gordon, Dale Jr. Yeah, but... Oh wow, Dale Jr. Whoa. <laughs> Hold up! That we need to give that to somebody else because we we could be taken from their list. Uh, I, I I've named my I, I think I think I'm going to sit with Cole Churchill and uh, OJ Simpson. I I really do feel like those two are probably the best <laughs> yeah. this uh, is your so that
2: you, you're
3: doing to great too, buddy. You're doing great.
2: That leaves to. My two picks. Uh, that leaves to my two picks. So, my first one is going to be a driver that used to compete in what used to be known as the K&N East Series, and he drives the big block dirt modified. Has also oh. raced a tour modified and a super modified. If you know what those are.
4: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
2: He won with Hattori Racing in K&N. It was a rain shortened win, but a win, still a win. I'm going with the young talent of <coughs> Mad Max, Max McLaughlin.
4: Oh. I and I feel like... Afraidin'.
2: Max McLaughlin? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not going Stuart Friesen. I'm going Max McLaughlin as my first pick. And the reason why is because he could use SRX as a boost for his career if he wanted to move up somewhere. Because right now, awesome. he's moving up in the dirt world in a way, but on the asphalt side, he's not. he didn't really get very far. He got as far as K&N, uh, made a couple truck starts, but mostly on dirt, and that was basically it. I think Max McLaughlin has has a great talent, I just feel like SRX might propel him some if he were to move up in the racing world besides on the dirt side. Wow. And for my second pick, I'm going with a driver that SRX was supposed to have last year, but due to travel regulations... He could not be a part of it, so I can get away with saying this because he did not make an SRX start, and I was really looking forward to this guy racing with the series. And that's coming out of the Formula One camp there, Chris, and I'm hoping that you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> it's a big Red Bull racer, Mark Webber.
3: Oh, wow.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Oh Red Bull. <laughs> yep, That's a good one.
3: We
1: haven't heard from him in a while either, so it would be right on time. So what about Michael Michael Schumacher? Jason. Who? Michael. Are we all done with Pitcher and Because I'm kind of surprised nobody mentioned this one. And that was – and Chris, I believe you mentioned it last week, and I'm not sure if you mentioned it in jest or if you were serious. Uh, Travis Pastrana. Of course,
3: man. I don't Ooh, know. I've always been curious
2: about Travis Pastrana. <clears throat> yeah, he would he would be good for rallycross too. I mean, you had Scott Speed last year, but uh, when Scott Speed came in, how would how would people know about Scott Speed? I mean, that's basically NASCAR. You wouldn't know him for rallycross.
1: No, well, uh, well, I know I know Scott Speed through Formula One. He was a Red Bull driver at Formula One.
4: I knew him from NASCAR.
1: Y'all didn't know him as a Formula One driver? No. Yeah, he was a Formula I'm One driver. I'm actually surprised. Team I didn't. Red Bull.
2: Yeah, <laughs> one of the last
1: American drivers in Formula One, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, Team Red Bull. Cool. Uh, that's a uh, you know Scott Speed being a part of the SRX series last year was a really big deal that I think got missed <laughs> just because he's been gone for so long. There is another name. That is just uh, – it's just burning me right now that nobody picked up on it. It's Robbie Gordon, guys. Robbie Gordon. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. The guy can drive stadium anything. Stadium Super
4: Truck Series. Shit. Yeah, called Series look,
2: uh, <laughs> Stadium Trucks.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When he drives them Stadium Super Trucks, he's pretty good. Or he, he can oh my drive gosh, anything in the
1: Yeah. It. Oh, my gosh. He goes out there to the rally <clears> and, <throat> and, man, I mean, the Sahara Desert and holy heck.
4: Like becomes a beast. He did the what was it the the Baja one thousand and he won the Baja okay. one thousand. I think he could win a race backwards blindfolded, for sure. I just
1: uh, those are some real new, real drivers there
2: that I uh,
4: think. Uh, and see you when, know Mark Martin. Mark, and see Martin Robbie's won in this. every kind of racing see, there is.
2: See Mark Martin would not fit because he was offered an SRX contract and he declined it.
4: Jeez. Ricky Rudd, Ricky Rudd, that's one of my favorite drivers. If,
2: if he if he still could, if he still could, I probably would see it. But that was that was part of the criteria too, is that we had to pick out drivers that would be able to answer the call if they were given contracts. And uh, Mark Martin, unfortunately, would not fit in that list. As much as we would like to see him drive, it, he just doesn't hit the criteria. His, yeah, what about Scott Blomquist? He made a start Ooh. last year. He raced Scott at Blomquist. Knoxville. Scott Blomquist? Yeah, he he did the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Sunshine was there. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: Jack Hewitt. I'd like to see Stuart <laughs> Friesen take one of those. Right?
1: you <laughs> I don't know who
4: Jack Hewitt is. Turbo Tyler, Tyler I don't know Herb. Tyler Herb a good one.
2: Or EPJ, <laughs> Earl Pearson Jr.
4: There you uh, go. Or, <laughs> or Hudson O'Neill. The real deal, Hudson O'Neal. All
1: right, well. Those are some big names we threw out there, definitely, for sure. I think uh, you want to sell a brand, though, and I I, I feel like that's uh, that's an important I, – I said, you know, you didn't get on to me by saying Tony Hall. You know, I brought his name to the table. Um, <laughs> what about the, the the guy who does the skateboard? The ridiculousness. What is his name?
4: Oh, on, oh, oh, Rob, John White. Rob, Rob, Rob Deardick. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, Rob
4: Deardick.
1: That would be another one. You know, I you you just there's no race car talent in them, but uh, I think that's part of what you'd be uh, allured to it as well. Uh, look, those country music <laughs> singers who <laughs> raced in NASCAR. <laughs> In the eighties and seventies they weren't it wasn't like they were good uh Don Williams was one of them who was the other one?
4: Uh, Oh what was the oh, other Marty Robbins yeah Marty Robbins, marty used robbins. To race, but he was actually pretty good <laughs> yeah, he was yeah good they good.
2: highlighted they highlighted marty robbins uh in the Nashville race last year.
0: I sure did. That's, That's cool. the reason
2: why he had the car in the, car,
1: the color that they had it was so that other people knew that he, who, who he was and they could stay the hell out of the way.
4: <laughs> Kenny Rogers and the Six Pack.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Now you know if somebody said Burt Reynolds in the, in the group. Of course you want to bring those guys back, but you know they wouldn't be uh they'd, they'd be skeletons of what they used to be. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have to eat their as they And have a Red Bull before they
1: end <laughs> uh, Oh, I think Craig's ready to go Craig, be quiet
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, Is Craig gone?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm on, I'm on. <laughs>
2: So, and we're names. hoping to have So, I guess Mr. CJ and Artie Won't be able to join But at least we got a good amount of Uh Names that got thrown around. I think I still think the best pick of the night was Craig with Brittany Force.
4: What about any of the Schumachers? Are still like Tony Schumacher, Drag Racer, Michael Schumacher? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss
1: Lee had brought to the table some Hollywood people: Steve McQueen and Paul Newman.
4: Um. Oh, you know Paul Newman is actually really good, from my understanding. <clears throat> All right, so
2: basically that will wrap up our our uh, SRX roundtable, first roundtable of the year, actually. I do believe, if I recall. Um, awesome. So, want to thank Jared for coming on, Jared. If you want to stay on the line and uh... well, wait a minute. You got to tell us the tracks and the, oh.
1: the lineups to those tracks real quick. And uh, it's a six-week series. It's straight through. You yeah. know. Tell us us the last little bit so we we know what tracks we're going to and uh, who the highlight drivers are. Because some of them are not full-time drivers. We have a certain few that are full-time, but then there's interim drivers at certain tracks. All right.
2: So, we are hitting up Five Flag Speedway this Saturday night to kick off the six straight Saturday Superstar Saturday Night Races for SRX. Uh, Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida <laughs> Will start things off uh, The lineup for All six of these races Go as follows Because these drivers will be full time Paul Tracy returns for another year Hunt, Ryan Hunter-Rie um, He will enter SRX for the first time Bobby Labonte returns Ryan Newman will yeah. enter SRX for the first time Marco Andretti returns, Michael Waltrip returns, Greg Biffle will go from part-time last year to full-time this year, Tony Stewart he, uh, well it was full-time last year and full-time again this year to defend his SRX championship, Tony Kanan will make five out of six starts in comparison to his three or four from last year. Uh, the only track he's missing this year is Stafford. Um, for Five Flags, uh, representing Five Flags, the local driver is Bubba Pollard. <coughs> Bill Elliott oh, yeah. will make one of two starts this year. His other start will come from will come at Stafford, and then Ernie Francis Jr. will go from full time to part time, and he will make his first of two starts this weekend. his other start happens at South Boston Speedway, which is race number two. South Boston um, will have the eight full-time drivers I mentioned, Tony Canon as well. There are local drivers, Peyton Sellers. They'll have Ernie Francis Jr. as well. And Helio Castroneves will make one of three starts for SRS. For Stafford... Uh, Bill Elliott will be at Stafford Matt Hirschman is the local driver For Stafford this year Helio Castroneves as I said And Haley Deegan will make one of two starts At Stafford Nashville will have the Eight full-time drivers along with Tony Kannon. Uh Cole Williams the local driver Helio Castroneves Matt Kenseth will make his first of three starts At Nashville And Joseph Newgarden then at I-55 Raceway in Pevley, Missouri, we will feature the full-time drivers, plus Tony Kanaan. The local representative is Ken Schrader, Haley Deegan, Haley Deegan, and Matt Kenseth will also uh, be in appearance there as well. And to round out the SRX Series for this year, will feature all eight of the full-time drivers, plus Tony, Tony Kanaan, and we'll have a father-son showdown at Sharon Speedway, as Dave Blaney will represent the local people of Sharon Speedway, along with Ryan Blaney, Matt Kenseth, and Chase Elliott once again makes his return to SRX in the series finale. All right. Well, that's
1: the lineup, and we hope that you're watching. You're going to watch it. We I'm going to stay uh, glued to it. I may not get to watch it live because I will have some races that I have to call that are in between there, but I will come home and watch it as I normally do with the Xfinity and the truck races as well. So uh, I hope that there's not too many times where these races are on top of a NASCAR race. I hope Tony Stewart uh, keeps in mind that, uh, you know, you don't want to really be competing. There with uh, NASCAR right. racing, so you know. I mean, you want it to, you want it to be its own thing, and I, I think it is its own thing. Like I watch flow racing, and uh, some of my buddies watch mass TV, and then we watch, uh, you know, NASCAR and and other types of racing. And in my house, uh, I don't know who watched the 24 Hours of Le Mans this past weekend. My house did because I have children under me that they like NASCAR but that's not their that's not their preference. They they like sports car racing and you know um as long as the as long as the hill trickles on down, you know, as long as the water trickles on down the hill, uh then I'm not I'm not mad about it at all. Uh some of them like dirt track racing, some of them like uh sports car racing, some of them, you know, uh like i racing. So I support it all. I think that uh, racing is great in general, and that's what I like about the series, the SRX series. It brings these other types of environments to the table, one place to to get down in front of a local crowd, right? We don't have to worry about selling the 30,000 tickets to or 100,000 tickets to the people from Michigan, Canada, Arkansas, and stuff. These are local tracks that they're going to, and they're packing them out with local fans and local BS. Sure, I mean, you know, there's people that are going to drive as far as Pensacola from here. Uh, 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 Jared, you're from you're from the the Bay Area, so how long? You from, know, how far is it from uh, Meridian uh, to
4: uh, to Pensacola? Like four and a half hours,
1: something like that. Something
4: like that. Like like for me, yeah, it's two hours there. to go, and yeah, and see, I would you're love to go there. because because Michael Waltrip is my favorite driver of all time, and if I met him, I would nerd out. But sadly, nah. <laughs> I'm going to a race this weekend. <laughs> no, where are you all going? right. I, I wish I was going for real. So, if-
2: we did have a question from Miss Lee. She's wondering who's going to be in the booth this year, and is Hinch going to be one of them? The answer to Hinch is no, unfortunately. <laughs> However, the media team for SRX is here. We'll see Matt Yoko, Lindsey Garniak, and Alan Bestwick return for all six races on the schedule. Willie mm-hmm. T. Ribs, who competed last year as a driver, returns this year as an analyst for all six races this I year. I knew they should have got O.J. Simpson. See?
1: See, you need O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I mean, o. J. if Simpson. you had anybody play Willie T. Ribs in real life, it would be who? <laughs> You would be OJ, the Jews. Oh, my God. Jeez.
4: So I, I knew
1: I, there was a correlation I, I, to this. So and Willie D. Riggs is going to be in the, in, in the
4: booth. Three you're grades. just thinking about the Naked Gun movies he now, played in with Leslie Con- Nelson. No, there is
2: another <laughs> yeah, driver is analyst my favorite. this year. I love it. There's another driver analyst that's this Taylor year. our age. And he's new, <laughs> new to the series, and that's Connor Daly. He will make his SRX debut and call three races as a driver analyst. And his three races are five flags, South Boston, and Nashville Fairgrounds.
1: Uh, no the driver there. analyst for
2: the remaining races will be announced at a later date, including a surprise guest for the final and championship race to conclude this year's schedule.
1: <clears throat> so uh Connor Daly really making his rounds. He's also started a podcast on the Dale Junior Dirty Mo. Uh, media. So uh follow that podcast if you're into it. Uh but Connor Daly, I can see him making his rounds and uh, you know, as his, his indie car career kinda comes to an end, cross crossing over and becoming uh trying his hand at stock car racing. Uh why not? You know, if the interest is there. Uh Sam Hornish, you know, left in his the prime of his career to go stock car racing. So uh, you know, if Connor Daly wanted to make a couple of Xfinity starts after uh Dabbing off in the S R X series, yeah, you know this may be the the door that opens that for uh, Connor Daly. I mean, uh, people do uh, people realize how big Connor Daly really is, or is he just in this moment a forgotten driver? Uh, Connor Daly was uh, the Dale Junior. So he was the Dale Junior of IndyCar, guys. I mean, Connor Daly is you know he he is IndyCar really. If your name's not Andretti.
2: Pretty much, basically. All right, so should we get into our picks now? Uh, picks
1: for the trucks this weekend. for, for our both
2: picks for and SRX. Now, here's the catch for SRX, because we're going to follow you the same as we did last year. For SRX, once a driver is picked, nobody else can pick that driver. So whoever whoever Chris names is off the Ooh. table. Oh shoot, I get to go first. Never mind. Yay. Yes, you do. Chris is first. I'm <laughs> up. Then Mr. <laughs> C J, Miss Lee, and Craig rounds it out. But we can have Jared make picks. I mean, he's not really in our you know, our little friendly little wager here. But he can at least make well, he's picks. Well, not in the but wager. His SRX pick won't be off the table. Yeah, his SRX <clears throat> pick won't won't be off the table. Oh. It will not because he doesn't really count for our wager.
0: Oh,
1: okay.
2: Well, he if still he still wants play to pick for, for fun, if he wants to pick for fun, let him have it.
1: He has he's to commit. He result. has to commit, though. I would not make his pick count, but he'd have to commit to the whole six seasons, six six uh, races of the season. He'll have to make a pick each week. He's not going to be involved in the wager by no means. But uh, but but we should uh, if he's involved here today, <laughs> then. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, so, if Jared wants to make picks, he can. It's
4: up to him. Oh, uh, that's fine. I can. I mean, I, I'll just do it just for fun, and and, and y'all do the, but you know, the other stuff. So, oh, on the SRX, of course, I'm gonna go with my favorite, Michael Waltrip. I think he's gonna show up to Pensacola and kick butt and take names.
2: <clears throat> All right. You go Michael Waltrip. Now, Michael Waltrip's not off the table race chat live, folks, so we can all pick him and run with it. Now, cool. throw in a truck pick for fun of it.
4: Oh, gosh. Oh, God, there's so many drivers I like in the truck series.
1: It's a dirt race. And
4: I was really, I'm was i a big Stuart Friesen fan. I liked him, but I think I'm going to go with my favorite driver, Matt D. Matt Benedetto, I think Matt, Matty D is oh, wow. finally going to break through. He's been struggling, wow. but I think Matty D takes it.
2: <coughs> wow,
4: good shit. All right, good stuff, uh, Chris. Man, uh, yeah, because he, I mean, he did good in that. Wow. Yeah,
2: Prince, um What do you got to follow up here for this one?
1: I don't know. I think I'd rather pick my uh, truck pick before I pick my SRX pick because I'm I'm pretty confident. Don't that matter. I'm gonna...
2: Don't matter how your order is picked as long as you make your picks.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta go with uh, Ben Rhodes. Uh, I think on the truck side, Ooh. just because of the year that he's been. He yeah. has. He's been a All fast. right. He's been a fast hot rod. And, <clears> um, and I really wanna, honestly, I, well, I wanna was my best bet and i think he's it oh my gosh on the from five flags holy crap y'all this was this is tough because you want to go with stewart right and then ryan newman oh my god you're putting ryan newman on a short track uh hunter ray that's going to be interesting there bubba pollard man, too? you really want to go uh, you really want to go with bubba pollard man i mean he's the
4: asphalt hey he, he, yeah he's very good um man I don't know, do I go experience
1: or do I go with uh, with what I know? And I it, when you when you talk uh short track racing, it's hard to mention short track racing without mentioning Bubba Pollard. I'm gonna have to go with who everybody thinks is the underdog. I've gotta go with Bubba Pollard, man. I mean I wanna go with Stewart just because that's a series, but I mean, you know, this guy he knows this racetrack. He's got more laps on him than anybody.
2: <laughs> oh man. You took my pick away. All right.
0: That's good. I I think I may have a
2: backup option or two. I think I may have a backup option or two, but for trucks, I got it. Oh, I'm gonna go with. Unfortunately, I have to go stay local and stay where your roots are for the trucks. Y'all got. And I was always gonna pick Tyler Carpenter, but you know what? I, I got to go with Stuart Friesen. He's got good equipment this year. We yeah, obviously you will <laughs> He's got good equipment. He's obviously won this year. We all know his experience on dirt. I think I'm going to go swinging on that one. As for, my, S- North SRX, North. As for my SRX pick, oh, since I can't pick Club of Pollard, you took it from me, Chris. I'm good. Oh, boy. I
1: know. Mm-hmm. Ron Newman.
2: Some good ones. Ron Newman's going to be in awesome. There. Got Biffle, uh, Ernie Francis, Mm-hmm. Labani, Newman, Marco, Stuart. All right. I'm going for... Ernie have Francis
1: to. Jr. What? I knew you were going for Stewart. Even like Marco <laughs> Andretti, but Ernie Francis Jr. Man, that could change things yeah, right there. Gonna... I expected some <laughs> opportunity from, er- from er- for er- for Ernie uh, with his win last year, but you put him at a win at five flags. And uh, if I'm Junior Motorsports or anybody, I- I'm giving the guy a shot, man. Go! I, I love that pick, man.
2: I love. I mean, that pick. he. He went from seven-time trains and basically nobody to uh, Penske, gave him a call, and he's got a full-time Indy Lights ride this year.
1: Yeah, I like that pick. I did not know he was full-time Indy Lights. That's awesome. How's he doing? Is he doing good?
2: Uh, I haven't checked the Indy Lights series this year, but I'm hoping he does. I mean, he's got a lot on the line with Penske on him.
1: Craig, you've been quiet for too long. Nope. Oh CJ's CJ.
2: not here. No, Mr. C J then it's Miss Lee for the picks because Craig rounds us off on picks. Since he's uh, yeah, on our you're,
1: you're you're leading, that's right. You're an asshole. You got all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We love you I'm in the basement. Do you in the basement? Do you know why? We need you love strong it when I'm in the arms. To, yeah, because we need strong arms to hold the rest of us up. Uh, that's sweet, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I got a bad back, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, old. Oh, but listen, I, I'm going on Miss Lee's pick. I want to talk about Miss Lee's because she says John Hunter Nemechek. And damn it, Kaz, I didn't know that. Damn it, Kaz was. Was uh, racing this weekend. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I, th- I think Are it's the
1: pick for SRX now.
2: Yeah. All right. That
1: sucks. <laughs> so, so do we have Mister CJ
2: Sports' picks? Um, I'm not sure if we do, but I think Miss Lee might be chiming in here in a few seconds, because I see those magical three moving dots. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's me.
2: So, so Bubba Pollard is off.
1: And ready.
2: Is off. She's going and ready. which leaves nice. and no Mr. CJ. Oh, well, oh, that's
1: No Mr. CJ's
2: words. Oh.
1: So, so what's, your, mean, what's your truck pick? Her
2: truck pick is John Hunter, as Craig said. John Hunter.
1: Oh, like Marco. Okay, okay, Marco injury. That's another solid pick right there. I, that, that, exactly, right? Who would have thought Marco Andretti, who stumbled through most of his Car career, uh, would come on and be so successful all, all of a sudden in a stock car type setting? Um, it really makes you wonder if Andretti didn't a few years ago. You know, it was talked for Andretti for years to come to NASCAR, and he never did, right? Uh, John John Andretti, of course, I uh, think the cousin. of of michael uh he he raced in uh he raced in nascar uh it was talked in that michael wanted to make a a jump a leap to nascar and uh possibly marco could follow the footsteps and into nascar unfortunately they never made that leap and so marco started his career in in indy and uh that's where it that's where it ended uh and you know it's just uh you know, it's hard to live up to the legend of the grandfather as Michael's seen and it's definitely you know, uh, I mean as 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 Marco's seen and Michael uh, a, a legend himself, but still not not ever able to win the Indy five hundred. Um
4: uh, you know, it's uh, All right. So is Marco still in Indy car?
1: I don't believe so. Is he there? Did I he, thought race he the I car? thought I saw
4: him road yeah, last weekend? Yes, yeah, he's still so. in Indy. Okay. I mean, he's struggling. So now, he's never won a race. but
2: <clears throat> So now, Mr. DJ Music Man over there from down in Florida. Who are your picks this weekend?
4: My picks this weekend for the
1: – I'm going to go with Stewie. Uh, I, was, I was torn between him and Zane
4: Smith.
1: But uh, I don't – because we all know Jessica's probably not going to... Uh, and then my SRX pick... Oh, good lord. Who's left that I can pick from? I could get... All right, so
2: you can pick... Paul Tracy, Brian hunter Bobby Labani, Ryan Newman, Michael Waltrip, Greg Biffle. I'm Michael. Uh, Tony Stewart, Tony Kanan, and Bill Elliott.
3: You know he's gonna you know he's gonna pick.
1: We left him Well that's the guy's Bill points. We left him for him. Bill Elliott's looking for the nursing home, so he's probably not gonna last very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going NASCAR. Of course you are. Come on. Come on. Just <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> uh Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I'm going to pull Taz here. I'm going to take seven minutes and give an answer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, what do you got, Craig? Four. Three. Paul Tracy. Paul Tracy? Man, Tony Stewart was on the table. I know, but you all thought I was going to pick him, and I said that earlier in the chat. Um, But... I don't know. It's just uh it's it's just a feeling I got. I had that <clears throat> about Castain too and what happened. Okay. Well, we hope that, that uh helps you out there toward the second half of the season because uh for the first half of the season I have found myself in last place in all of the points. Uh, But I am knocking on the door in a few of them. I've got a long way to go if I'm going to get up to that top spot. But uh, I'm not going to give up on my season yet. I'm just going to try to pick better than you guys from here on out. Uh, I'm off the Kevin Harvick pick. I'm off of uh, some of the bandwagoner. So uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher for us in the second half of the season, uh, being that, you know, you don't have your typical Martin Truix's or your Kevin Harvick's to fall on or even Kyle Larson. Uh, to help you kind of accumulate some wins. I think that it is an open spectrum, and I'm not saying at any point in time one of these drivers can't just start busting off and winning. Uh, but uh, it's going to be hard to pick that guy right from the get-go. So uh, based off of how everybody else is, uh raced and how, uh, I guess, uh, equally competitive the competition has been uh, this year. So uh, may that myth be this fact, uh, because I really believe it's just a myth. It was a great show tonight, guys. Holy smokes, man. No reason for headlines, uh, Monday's headlines today. Uh, there was no checker flag, black flag. Uh, if you guys wanted to close off with that, I guess we could. Uh, uh, my checker flag of the weekend would be, uh, man, uh, tell, yeah, if Daniel words and what he does. Uh, what he's done for the entire NASCAR nation. Like, it, it, he's made us go, as, as uh, Chad, uh, Craig has said a couple times, worldwide, baby, worldwide. Uh, Suarez, uh, black flag. Uh, black flag goes to uh, who? Uh, black flag goes to NASCAR for being off this weekend.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll say Suarez checker Suarez win checker flag. Black flag flag goes to boring Sonoma. Craig wanna chime in before we close out the show? Yeah, checker flag obviously.
1: Mia Mudo, I Dino Suarez. Uh, and Black Flag I don't know if I really have one. Uh I didn't hear about lug nut violations, but I did hear that we had... Yes, there was. There was lug nut violations. Of course there was.
2: Well, I was trying to...
1: was one of them, right? Or Cal Larson, one of
2: them. I think Larson was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because we have a
1: suspension. That's right. Yeah, it's a four-week
2: suspension for uh, Cliff Daniels, the Jackman, and the tire changer.
1: Yeah. So there's my black flag right there. We should be we should be well into this no lug nut violation for crying cry out Christmas. It's it's one lug nut. Get the shit right.
3: Hey, Amen. <laughs> all
2: right, so that basically wraps up our show. I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. Thank you, Jared, for chiming in for our roundtable. It was a pleasure to have See you. See y'all
4: later. Y'all have a good. One. You all right, too. Buddy. And
2: uh, catch us live, of course, here on Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, if you miss the live view, the live show, you can always catch us on any form of your podcast needs. Of course, Blog Talk Radio, Podpage.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, RSS feed, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, GeoSavin, Podcast Addict. Deezer, Chaser and on YouTube. Thank you to our sponsors for the 110 Nation Radio Network, Phoenix Fitness, Bear Bullish Marketing Group, and Carolina Sports Plus. We well, want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. I believe tonight was a great show to have. And with that being said, we'll see you same bat time, same bat place next Tuesday night here on Race Chat Live with the Caution Flag of racing Radio. Chris Creighton, the DJ, music man, Craig Moore. I'm the Tasmanian <laughs> Double Flaggers. Taz Taylor saying good night. We'll see you all next week.
3: <laughs> good night, everybody. Square, on a park <laughs> bench. An old man was sitting there. I said, I your, your old, old, old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flag pole is leaning a little bit. That's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I said, uh, is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that braggy old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key, Instead of watching it right, and say, and you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans. With Pakenham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo. Beside the Texas flag, but she waved on though. She got cut with a sword at the Chancellor's Hill, And she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the South wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Blunder's Field in World War One, she got a big hole from a bird gun. She turned blood red in World War Two. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the Friday Pole, and now they look about quickly back here home. In her own good land dear, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's got a thread there, and she's wearing it But she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Because she's been through the fire before. And I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her up On second thought, I do like to brag proud of
1: that. In honor of Flag Day, thank you for listening to the show. And thank you for listening to that song. We are men of this country. And we believe in this country. And we want to continue to see this country grow. And where this country is at right now is not good for anybody. I want the same countries for my kids to be raised in as the country that I was raised in. And every day they pass this, I see it gone a little bit more. And it's heartbreaking. I love this country, and I love the people. And if we can all just find that common ground, we'll find peace in our hearts. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you for being a part of the show. Good night.
3: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4 e models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah.